feed me more. Wrestling born in an Asian. This show's over because it's different. You know what I mean? And now it's time for a conversation with the big guy, pal. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy. I am the big guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the third wheel, Carlos Joe. Today, yes, I have no car because it's being serviced. I should have, I should have it yesterday, but apparently there's a cracked radiator. Okay. Because I was getting my ACV uh, fixed, and he's like, "Oh, you got your radiator broke? It's broken or something?" So I get a new one, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to get it today. The guy says, "Oh, there's an emergency." I won't be able to do it now, so I had to get a, a ride to come out here. No, yeah, Uber, thank you very much. This has been a hellacious week. We'll get into all of that. It's uh, Phoenix Marie is, once again, she's at work tonight, and uh, she gets off in a little bit. We're hoping to maybe do a call-in with her and get a Dr. Phoenix segment in. Yeah, she's handling penises right now. <laughs> in a professional way. So, uh, uh, always, I guess, was a professional way. He's, she was... She, she, she was a pro. She uh, was definitely a pro. For that field. Now she's in another field. Yes. So And she's once again a pro in that field. Yeah, I think she's teaching doing... Teaching others. She's doing what she loves. Yes. <laughs> With the gains wave and the... She's doing the gains waves and all sorts of uh, other things. Cold, like, cold sculpting. Cold sculpting yeah. and just getting people in shape and, and ready to go. Yeah. So... But here with us today, we got our wrestling news to kick things off again. How I like to do it here. We like to to feature the wrestling news now on Conversation with the Big Guy. Now that we have our main man, Mike Ace Malero, week in and week out, bringing us the wrestling news. A lot of positive feedback uh, from you, Ace, uh, with, with, with the news the last couple of weeks. I feel like you're really coming into your own here. You, you might be taking over the show. No, never. It's the Big Guy show. I just I just get to play along. No, no. Well, we thank you. It's uh, You have definitely made the show better, and... The fans uh, have noticed, and, and I'm greatly appreciative of it. Doing a, a podcast like this is no easy deal with everything. I was just telling you guys before we got going, I'm like, I'm maxed out. I am officially maxed out with everything I got going on. Like, getting this townhouse ready and just everything getting delayed in Canada for another day, which we'll talk about later on. But uh, I'm back. I got in late oh, after one-something last night and uh, have not stopped since and dealing with a bunch of Amazon stuff, but... But the podcast must go on. We get up some. Hopefully, we're always out every Monday. Every once in a while, you know, a Tuesday show comes out. And this week, it's uh, it's going to be Wednesday afternoon when it gets up. But we just got to to make the best of uh, everyone's schedules and, and trying to be accommodating in, in in the show, getting it all done. But we got Ace here this week and uh, do some wrestling news. Ace, anything you want to go ahead and plug up front? Yeah. Uh... You can find Mike Ace Malera on criticalblast.com. You can catch me on Facebook and Twitter at SkitchNM. This week, we finally had a date for Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, starring John Morrison, Michael Rowe, and Jason David Frank. I'm a huge fan of Valiant Comics, so I've been waiting for this for a long time. And the first episode will be available digitally on April 21st. Good deal. Sounds exciting. A lot of people are into that. I am clueless. And it stars John, it stars John Morrison, so. Oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, good for him, man. He's he's a good guy. I like him a lot. Very talented performer. Okay, so, um, this week I want to start by talking about the Andre the Giant biography. Uh, last Tuesday it aired on HBO. 
Um, the film was pretty in-depth. It followed Andre's childhood, uh, showed, you know, he started developing abnormally large in his teenage years, and it went all the way to his death at the age of 46. Um, it was really hard to watch the end. I mean, you know, we all know how Andre's life ended, but, you know, even the way they did in the film, you know, it was really hard to watch and not get emotional about. Uh, there was commentary from a lot of people, you know, Vince, uh, Tim White, who was Andre's longtime friend, uh, Andre's estranged daughter, and Hulk Hogan. Uh, my favorite part of the documentary, they did a lot about WrestleMania 3, and Hulk Hogan was talking about the lead-up to the match. And according to Hogan, he didn't know the finish of the match until they were actually in the ring. Really? So uh, basically towards the end of the match, Andre yelled at him, Slam! And then he got that you know iconic slam, and then leg drop! And then Hogan dropped the leg drop, and that was it. So it was wow. you know really cool to kind of, kind of see the behind-the-scenes of pretty much you know, the first wrestling match I ever remember. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, my, my first, I've talked about this in interviews, my first memory of wrestling was in Vegas, my parents took us, and uh, I don't, I was, I don't know if I was like around four or five years old, but all I remember from that night was Hogan's yellow tight, uh, tights and Andre's black singlet, like, it's weird how something <laughs> just sticks in your yeah. mind, like, but that, that's what I, I just remember, like, the crowd going crazy yeah. for that match, I don't remember anything else, and that, that was my first memory of professional wrestling that I can recall, so... That's uh, what is uh, what's been the feedback? I've not, I've yet to seen it. Is uh, positive feedback across the board? What's what's going on pretty with that? Pretty much, positive, pretty much positive feedback across the board. I loved it. I mean, there were some critics, you know, online who said uh, they wish it was deeper. I, I think it's, you know, always with wrestling, they're looking for the, the dark secrets, and you know, they want to blame Vince for Andre's death, and you know, could could it have been could Andre's life have been managed better? You know, because they they discovered you know his condition. Yeah. You know, when he was in his 20s, but by then they said maybe they could have treated it, but he, you know, was so into, you know, what he had been doing. He just kind of kept going with his thing. But, you know, I, I think it's unfair criticism, though. I think it was a very good movie and it was a biography. They weren't going for, like, you know, kind of a dark, shady documentary. It was just, you know, telling the story of this iconic figure, you know? Yeah, that's that was the, the way they chose to display it. And uh, I would definitely, I, I need to watch that and I will. I think. Where I just was in Moncton, Canada, uh, where I did, I was at a did a signing for a car show out there. The 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 people that brought me out were huge wrestling fans, and it's always cool to get to go to places like these because they actually were telling me that out there in Moncton, it used to have Atlantic Grand Prix Wrestling, I believe was the name of it. But Andre was 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 wrestling out there in his very early years, and uh, wow. the, the guy was even saying, I don't know how well he what he knew of the situation, but he was just, I believe he saw the HBO documentary and he was just saying, he goes, Andre had a very, very tough upbringing and tough life. And, uh, yeah. and I think, and again, though, to, to, for them, they, they didn't, I'm sure that I know there were some people saying that Andre, isn't it one of the things amongst, I guess, I don't know, performers of that era. Is there ever like, I guess saying he wasn't a good person. Have you heard things of that nature about him? What people say about Andre was that, you know, he was very controlling of his spot. Okay. So if you came like, uh, you know, he basically chased John Studd out of the WWF because you know he was another big guy. I mean, that's yeah. what they always said. He was if he, if he didn't like you, you know, he would he... beat the crap out of you in the ring, and there was not much much you could do about it. You know, yeah. supposedly Bad News Brown had an issue with him, and you know, just Andre beat the crap out of him in the ring, and like I said, you know, somebody that large is not much you can do if he wants to manhandle you. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's always interesting to hear the different perspectives on things from different people. And whatnot, but I mean, to be that large and go through life is, uh, and, and the condition that he had is, is 
it sucks. It's not. There's no other way to put it. it. It's it's not all it's chalked up to be. And I'm sure he was in a lot of pain, especially towards the end. So uh, it's nice to see them do something. You know, to so more people can probably understand the life of him uh, because he is an iconic figure. So I definitely need to watch that and uh, so and, and see what it was all about. How long ago did he pass away? Was it like back in the nineties? I'm not. Uh, it was really early nineties, I believe, or mid nineties, something like that. I actually didn't get the data. It's interesting how. Wait, you're the tech guy. You should. Oh, I'm... laptop doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, the laptop's running, so that's why I didn't look it up. But now. just more expensive. But no, I'm just, I mean, I figured, I figured they, they mentioned that in the uh, in the eight spills. They did. I just, I, I just didn't write that in my notes. To be yeah, honest. Yeah. So it's like it's been a long. It's been quite a while. But though, yeah, but right. um, I'm just curious, like how come it took this long to create a documentary for about about his life? I, I think sometimes it, there's no rhyme or reason to that. I mean, there's been stuff done on him before. Oh, just, I'm sure. at WWE, I think, just now with the, the they they're constantly putting things out. So I just, I mean. It could have just been, you, you never know, with family members and things, you, you know what I mean, with, within that kind of situation. So I think the good thing is that it is out and, you know, and people can have a better understanding of what someone like him went through. And again, it's not all, it's chalked up to be sometimes and, and whatnot. But it sounds like there's some cool behind-the-scenes stories in it, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, I mean, they, they talked to everyone. Like Pat Patterson did, did a whole segment, uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Hart, uh, I remember there was there was a couple like really cool guys you know you don't see doing a lot of things did it uh, they talked to Dave Meltzer a little bit it was it was really worth watching though okay good deal what else we got going on all right um you know last week uh, was you know the Royal for WrestleMania which at this point's kind of become a bit of a big show on its own uh, there was a lot of debuts last week Bobby Lashley finally debuted Ember Moon No Way Jose the Authors of Pain uh, we also got Iconic, uh, which is the, the two ladies from uh, NXT, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Yep. But apparently because of a trademarking issue, they now changed their name to I-Iconic, which is like the dumbest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, they attacked Charlotte. I-Iconic. I-I-C-O-N-I-C. Oh, wow. That's kind of like <laughs> Core when Core did the two R's. But, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, they debuted attacking Charlotte, which uh, allowed Carmella to cash in her money in the bank, and she's a new women's champion. Um, the one thing I have a question is, is it makes sense to debut all this new talent at once? It, it feels like a lot of these guys are going to get lost in the shuffle. Like, you know, already people like No Way Jose, they're saying it's a ripoff of Adam Rose. I mean, I actually like No Way Jose. I think he's really entertaining. Yep. Um, and, you know, the authors of pain, you know, dropping Paul Oilering. I mean, I guarantee it's Paul Oilering didn't want to do the travel, but... You know, those guys really need someone to talk for them. I mean, they're, you know, they're really, really green. Yeah, I don't know. That's one of those. I did see the, I saw a couple of the debuts and, and congratulations to everybody because that's what they're, they're working for is to get that, that, that chance to get up there and make some money doing that on a bigger stage. And it's, uh, you know, you're exactly right. It, it's, it's extremely difficult, but when they have a directive after they try to get these they want. They need to get people out of NXT, and the you know the roster turnover rate hasn't been what it used to be. Um, as far as it used to be, like every and it's still. I mean, they still turn guys over where the roster changes throughout the years, but it's been a lot of the same people there for a while now. And they sometimes you know they they'll throw a group of guys up, they'll get them up there, and you know it, it, it's kind of it is a, it's a gamble. You don't know. Who's going to do what? And then, you know, you, you rely on the booking. And, um, and a lot of times, too, with people in, out of NXT, what works down there doesn't always work on TV. 
We've seen that right. be the case at times. And, but again, a lot of that is too how is if you're in that inner group of people that they that they're trying to get something out of. But you know, like in, in the case of like you know No Way Jose, it was very it, it definitely when I saw that it it reminds me a lot of the Adam Rose thing and, and whatnot. But that's something now. That's not a reason not to give that a chance. You know, they might do that for six months, and, and he he could become insanely popular if he's used. You know, Adam Rose was was used well for the. You know, I don't know how many months it was and whatnot, and, and you you just don't know how anything's gonna go and and whatnot. And a lot of the times, it's just a way to get people up there, get more bodies up there, and the only thing that kind of sorts it out is time. And, and, you know, guys go down with injuries and, and whatnot. You know, Ember Moon, it's good to get another woman in the woman in the women's division. I do work her back. I'm telling you, I can't stress this enough. I wish she would change her finish. And that is... Uh, flipping stunner. Yeah, that, uh, her back. And not to say her back is going to end up like mine, but that backpack stunner deal destroyed my back. And it, it, it's... And I'm still paying the price, and I'm still not out of that hole. I'm way better than I was, but she's jumping off the you know the top rope and coming down with all that force. And I saw an interview or something where she said something about she's never she's reckless with her body or, or something of that nature. Where she's the and it was just like you don't want that the back issue later on. Your career can get cut short because of that. I was extremely lucky, and I didn't know any better, and it was just. There's a way to do this and not hurt yourself. And ass bumps are the one thing that will destroy a wrestler's back quicker than anything. Your disc can only take so much. Bumping and everything, the energy is dispersed evenly throughout your body. But when you land on your ass like that, you are sending that those shock waves right up your spine. That energy right up. And the, and the only thing it does is compress your disc and your spine. And, uh, you know, she's, she's a young girl still. And I think I would... Knowing what we know, I wish somebody up there would say, look, you might want to think about this. If you want to do it every once in a blue moon, that's one thing. But to do that move as a finish, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to hit that move every single night or go for it every single night of, on most cases. So you're looking at doing that thing probably at least four times a week. That's if, if, and then once she gets into working longer matches and you, you start doing some near falls and counters out of it, like... You might be hitting that thing eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times a week of taking that ass bump, and uh, I, I, and all, I just, I really wish somebody up there would just say, "Look, we, we might want to rethink this if you, because in three years, if her back is shot, it's going to be on her." And you know, it's I, I just, she's a great talent. She's super, extremely talented. So, but that's the only thing I thought when I saw that. I was like, "Shit, that's." Poor back, but Lashley back, I think that's really cool. I think that creates for some interesting matchups. He's done well for himself, great guy, and um, I think there's some big money matchups with him. And uh, the Authors of Pain, I don't know too much about. They're big guys, though. And uh, again, yeah. tag division, you, you can kind of, you don't necessarily need a manager. They can work on that with them up there, live events, giving them promos, keeping it short and sweet and they're big destructive, you know, guys that look extremely destructive and, and of that nature. So they don't necessarily need to, to say a lot up front, but it's, it's all, you just got to get them up there, get them going, see the way things pan out, what opportunities open themselves up, what opportunities they're allowed to have. And, and you know, again, 
they, they, they need, they have so much content and shows and they want as many bodies available as possible. So again, a lot of guys, you do get lost in the shuffle. That is part of the, that's part of the, the game as they call it up there and not getting lost in the shuffle. And you don't always have any say over it. And, um, but they're there now, so they're going to make more money than they were down in NXT. So that's the main thing. Uh, you know, speaking of Ember Moon, you know, Paige had announced her retirement last week. Uh, it was kind of weird because uh, she debuted literally four years ago, the night after WrestleMania in New Orleans, and you know, she announced her retirement. You know, four years you know later, at night after WrestleMania in New Orleans, uh, they did an, they did announce she'll be taking over as the SmackDown GM. Okay. Uh, you know, it's just hard. It's just heartbreaking. You know, uh, you know, she's twenty five years old. I mean, you know. You know, she got her start, you know, pretty young. I mean, you know, she came up to WF at 21 years old. Yeah. Uh, you know, Paige, Emma, Semeray, they were really the start of the WWE, you know, that push for women's wrestling uh, during NXT. And uh, I don't think they ever really get that credit they deserve. And uh, I hope she does well as the GM. I'm, I'd like to see her around for a while, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's an unfortunate thing. I think, the, speaking of the women, the, the women have been great for, for as long as wrestling has been around. It's true. And it, it's... It's all been a lot of how they were featured or what they were, how much time they were given. That has changed. That is the only thing, and that was on WWE's end. The talent's always been there. I always kind of, and these girls are all amazing and as great as ever now, but there's been back in when I was in developmental and with girls like Beth Phoenix and Mickey James, like all those girls can go. They were all extremely talented. and It was just that it was a different system back then. And the, the the matches, it was a different time in society and whatnot. I just think now there's more opportunity to make money by featuring them now with the whole, with Ronda Rousey and women, the, the whole women's empowerment deal and women's revolution. That makes them money. So it makes sense for them to do that from a business-wise. But the women have always been great. And anybody in wrestling knows that. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's good that they're now being featured in, in that they're setting the bar at a different level now of what is expected from women's wrestlers. So that's good. And it's unfortunate with Paige. It, it, it's, but that again, and I don't, she wasn't reckless or like, like today's, you know, like the wrestling style you hear often hear people, it's much more reckless today and the bumps. And I've said like, we're replacing one bump with 10 bumps now. And, and I don't agree with that. And what, and I think as we see, as time goes on, we're going to see more people. You look at all the old timers, and how bad their bodies are, and how they worked. How do you think guys are going to be in, in 15, 20 years working the way that they are now? It, it, it puts, this business eats your body alive with the travel and airplanes and sitting and having to be cold and get go perform and do different things. And, you know, even though it's physical entertainment, you're still, I was really, you got to really pick people up at times. You really got to do things. You really land into your body gets rocked every single night and your, your, your back shifts. And it's, it really, really is an extremely tough lifestyle. Do you so, think, do you think it's, there's like too much wrestling that needs to be, should be cut back just to at least give your body a rest? Well, that's what I said. Why I enjoy my schedule the way that it is now is I have control. And again, I, I'm facing the health circumstances that I, I, I was, and we've talked about that. But it, it's, and if I wasn't, it might be a little different situation, but doing wrestling four or five nights a week, mm -hmm. the human body's not meant to do that. For sure. And you can only handle that for so long. A lot of guys, and there's, there's rare guys that have parlayed long careers out of that, but they've had injuries in there. And if you do this for any significant period of time, you typically come across some major injuries as it goes on. But 
oftentimes it's when you get older in life is when these things really hit you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just saw Farouk, Ron Simmons, such a good guy yeah. uh, at WrestleCon. And he was right next to me and he was talking to me and we were about the stem cells and how he was glad that I caught this when I did because he's had his back fused and he oh, yeah. can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. And, and he said it takes the pain away, but he goes, you're never the same and he can't move like he used to and, and whatnot. He, again, he's, he's, he's aging and getting older and whatnot. And I was like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to, you know, if, if I can control it. But this is what a lot of, this this business wrestling in general is just it is the toughest job from the standpoint. It's not like when you go out there and fight, you do one or two fights a year, mm-hmm. maybe three every once in a while and whatnot. But it's night in and night out right. going out there and volunteer voluntarily destroying your body. Yeah. And yes, I do think the schedule should be lighter. I do, I really do, and I and it, and it used to be at different points. And whatnot, but again, it's it is a business, and the whole point of a business is to make money. Unfortunately, the business makes money with human bodies. Yes, and it's one of those. There's no wrestlers' union or anything of that nature. Anything. There's nothing to protect the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And now, and there's so many guys that will jump at the opportunity to go on TV that they could replace you at any point because the brand for WWE is so strong. So you don't have a ch- choice in the matter. You know what I mean? Until. Mm-hmm you get to a certain level or you have a certain amount of money and you've learned to do other things and you go, okay, I don't think that's best for me for life anymore. Like, but most guys don't have that option for quite some right. time. And it's, well, it's just, it's not just wrestling, but, uh, uh a lot of industries. Yeah. And, Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs uh, said that there's too many baseball games. It's yeah. taking a toll on his back. Yeah. Uh, 162 the, games. Yeah, yeah, 162 games, and also including the playoffs, but also all yeah. spring spring training, and also the um, there was a rookie from the San Francisco 49ers. He quit. He retired after his rookie season. Yeah, because he's worried about his concussions and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's just like a lot of. I think I think a lot more science is you know detecting a lot of the yeah the, the way we've lived life the way we've lived life because back in the 80s and 90s you just like you know if you're getting concussion like in little league whatever is like just rub some dirt on it and you get back in it yeah no you know? it's that's a major issue and thing and that's what i've always said this life that we live the world revolves around money and these big businesses corporations and stuff they've created the rules for how they make their money and we kind of just grow up and we're like, you're, you're kind of taught, oh, play sports and you can make money or go do this, you can right. make money. It's like everything is fueled by money where when it's everything is fueled by money, it's not necessarily health is not necessarily the main concern right. for the businesses making the money. But now we have this science and these people say, no, we have this information showing the, the way what we've been doing, why this is bad. And unfortunately, though, that's up to us as individuals to mm-hmm. recognize that yeah. and protect ourselves because nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just the way that it is. And it's, it, it sucks, but that is the, the, that's the world we live in. And it's just a lot it, of guys. It seems weird in the WWE. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry, Ace. It seems weird in the WWE. I mean, there's so much opportunity for things outside of wrestling you almost think that it'd make more sense instead of having the guys wrestle four times a week you know wrestle once a week you know do some segments i mean you know even like you don't want to say like an off season but I've you know have before, a wrestler yeah. take off or have a wrestler take two three months off when they come back they'll get a huge reaction from the crowd and you know it just seems like you can better maneuver around to make things easier for the guys than like you said it you know putting it all around money to make sure you know 
you know, these house shows and, you know, things like that. I, it just, you know, like you said, you're just tearing these guys up at such a young age. I mean, I said Paige, you know, was 25 years old. It makes no sense. Yeah. And it's on her now, you know, if she leaves WWE or they part ways at some point, she'll, she'll have to deal with that, those neck issues Mm -hmm. and things as she gets older. And in, in 10 years, if she were to leave and in 10 years, her neck, you know, there's extreme arthritis and symptoms of things going on and like, that's on her then, unfortunately, the way that the, everything is set up right now. And it's, um, it sucks. It's, it's one of the nasty parts of the business. And I, I've often said, I, I wish there was an off season. And I think at some point that as time goes on, I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, but I think they have more than enough talent where they could give guys three or four months off from in-ring activity and use them still to do appearances and to do other things and to keep them in the public eye right. uh, and still make money with them mm-hmm. and but allow them a break. But it, it's a weird thing. They I don't I don't think they want that. And it, it's it's tough. And wrestling too. They there's always saying that time off is a wrestler's wor- uh, worst enemy. And because your body hardens up when you're up there, yeah. so you start doing something every day, you just become immune to it. Mm-hmm. And but then, but then when you stop doing it, much like when I left, my health issues really came out when I left because the adrenaline left, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I was really, really screwed up. That they don't necessarily want you to know, or to, you know what I mean, to yeah. find out that you are screwed up, and you when you're there, you don't necessarily get MRIs or get things done. You don't want to know. Because you're you get in that grind of going week in week out, you're making money, you get a spot, and you keep it going another week, another week, another week, and before you know it, four or five years goes by, and then like you haven't had things checked out, so you never caught anything, you know. And that's not to say that you can't say, hey, look, I want to go get an MRI or you go get one done on your own, but it's like it, it, you get caught up in that grind and that schedule. It's it's right, but it's also about fear of someone else replacing you too. Yeah, absolutely, and they keep and that is a real thing, and it exists and. That's and they've created that with NXT and well, and all, esports. Yeah, any you know, sports. And, like, and, and having all these talent under contract now, it, it keeps you on your toes at all time, all times. But unfortunately, that's why I said it's up to the individuals to recognize that health is extremely important, and we have to look after our own health because no, no one else will. Yeah, and it, it's I, my heart goes out to Paige, and who knows, maybe I, neck things are one of those with with. I, if I were her, I would be looking in. I don't know what exactly uh, her condition is, but with stem cells and the things that I've gotten done, I would be exploring all my options on my days off mm-hmm. and and getting work done constantly because with the technology and the advancements we're making, who knows, in two years or a year or three years, she may be able to make a full-time return if she chooses to. Yeah, so, she, she's young enough that even yeah. if it takes a couple of years, you know, she can still come back and still have a pretty decent career if possible, you know? Absolutely. And if I were her while I was under contract there, I would be exploring all my options while I was under contract. That, and, and that would, that I would think that would be her smartest move with the stem cells and, and everything of that nature to just have an understanding of what her options are and, and to, just so she feels good just for life so that when she is 40 or 45 or 50 years old, she's not crippled. You know, because you don't know how stuff like that's going to turn out as time goes on. So, but but my heart goes out to her because that's nobody should have to, to stop doing what they love that early in life. But it's unfortunately it's yeah. happened right now. And speaking of careers that ended too soon, sadly, Braun and Nicholas had to drop the tag titles. Uh, Nicholas's school schedule is too harsh. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on, Nicholas, drop out. 
the, the segment that night, next night where Nicholas said, with these hands, was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. And yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought the WF had a lot of fun with this. I think the fans were pretty cool with it. Uh, yeah, it was very memorable. So I, I ended up really liking the whole Braun Nicholas thing. I think it really worked well for Braun, you know? Yeah, that I've heard other people are, have been a little critical of the of the thing, and I understand I understand all all sides of the deal. At the end of the day, I just think it's for them as a business. WrestleMania is the one show where you try to give them a little bit of everything. It, it's entertainment at its finest. They bring in some of the bigger names, and you know it, it's one of those deals that's something that never has been done before, as far as at that level. And again, you have. Braun, who's been built up extremely well as a monster, so it, in it, 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 it you've, I've heard people, you know, in, in defense of Cesaro and Sheamus and um, and whatnot, but again, it is entertainment at the end of the day. They they publicly admit that, and uh, I just go back. The crowd seemed to be really into it for the most, yeah. like, and again, <laughs> that's what you're doing. You are you're and again you're playing to everyone at home too, but. The crowd, if the crowd was having that good of a time with it, chances are families were at home too. And, you know, you have your, your you know, your AJ and Nakamura match for the wrestling purist. You have a little bit of everything on the show. So it was a feel-good moment. That's all that it was meant to be. And, and again, I, I think I think it worked. It, and, and I respect everyone's opinion. And I, like, I'll never say someone that, you know, where you shouldn't, you know, with the tag titles and this and that. And I under, I understand that point. Of that, would I want to be on the opposite end of that? Probably not. Again, but again, you're also out there in it's entertainment, and you're creating a moment. And you know, at the end of the day, it's everybody knows it is entertainment, and it and it creates a memorable moment. So, and, and those guys are such great workers and wrestlers, Cesaro and Sheamus, that they can get back on track. You know what I mean? Yeah, right on. Yeah. So I, I think I, also seven hours of drinking probably yeah. really really got the crowd going. It's like, oh my god, wait. Wait, where's my beer? Yeah. It's like, wait, there's a kid down there. Why is a kid down there? Hey, Jack, you bring your boots, kid? <laughs> little, all the little wrestling kids in wrestling school training. Yeah. How many wrestling school business is probably booming oh, right yeah. now after WrestleMania? <laughs> People then again, the kid didn't wrestle at all. He honey, Jack's there. only six years old. I don't give a shit, honey. Did you watch WrestleMania? He needs to be ready. <laughs> but yeah, that's... It was a it's cool like moment. it's like going to a baseball game with a baseball glove, and you're hoping that yeah, like, yeah, the manager no. would like pick you. It's like, all right, go on the outfield. It's like, all right, I got if my you're glove. A kid watching that though, that is every single kid now thinks they have a chance. Yeah, they're gonna be wearing, you know, like, they always they're already wearing costumes already. Yeah, so they're gonna be like, it, it makes sense from a business standpoint. Yeah, again, everything is run as a business, and it, it's not always gonna. You can't appease everybody. Like it, it's just impossible in life and anything. It, it there's always gonna be people angry. People love you. People hate you. It's just the human brain is very different in between all of us. So, yeah. but uh, I hopefully Nicholas, you know, uh, I believe it, he's John Cohn's son. Uh, I've I probably met Nicholas many times, and I John, I love John Cohn's a great guy. Um, so I think that was really cool that he got to experience that and that adrenaline rush. At a young age, and again, adrenaline or shitting his pants. Which yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, yeah, that would that would be curious to know how, how that played. Like all of a sudden, you got tagged in. It's like, oh crap. Yeah. No, but it's it was a cool moment. So I, I dug it. Uh, this week, you know, they did the super, superstar shakeup. They you moved a bunch of people from SmackDown to Raw, Raw to SmackDown. I haven't seen SmackDown yet tonight, so I don't know who got moved. But uh, last night they moved you know a lot of guys. Uh, they they put. 
Drew McIntyre up to the main roster. What's going on over there? Is um, you know, phone, you know, phone vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded like one of those little nose hair trimmers. Yeah, text on my end. <laughs> Shaving his nose hairs while we're while we're doing the wrestling news. <laughs> no, sorry, keep going. <laughs> But uh, on Raw this week, you know, a lot of guys moved, uh, changed a uh, thing. Uh, Drew McIntyre came for the main roster. Uh, they put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on Raw. But uh, my favorite part was they moved Miz to SmackDown. And Daniel Bryan immediately tweeted, how long do I have to wait to punch him in the face? Uh, <laughs> I think the feud, between, the feud between Miz and Daniel Bryan has been awesome since literally day one of NXT. Yep, so, you know, I, I just, you know, I think they're going to build that. And uh, they'll probably have a hell of a match at SummerSlam. So, and I, I think it's just cool because, you know, they're, they're perfect opponents. You got... You know, the hardworking indie fan darling and, you know, you know, the character of the reality show Smug Douchebag. And I think it's just the perfect pairing and it always has been. So it has from day one from NXT. I, as soon as we I remember NXT season one and I saw that pairing and how they how they were doing it, I was just like, this is it, it's magic. That's one of those things that uh, Miz has always been extremely talented. Dan's always been extremely talented and they uh I, I think it, it, it's a built-in storyline. It's great for Dan to get him into a good storyline right off the bat, and I think that people are going to be uh, very interested in, and, uh, and and both those guys can hold their own on, on both ends of the um, spectrum there as far as, as talking and, and building up the match and going out there and performing. So that's I'm happy. That's a good move. Uh, so in April 27th is that greatest Royal Rumble. Have you been following the stuff with Rusev this week? No, I haven't. I, he actually he just texted me the other day again. He wants free supplements. He, uh, <laughs> I've sent him supplements a couple of times now, and in uh, several of the guys, but they typically don't post about them, so it does me no good. Right. In uh, Rusev, though, I was like making the big bucks. It's like, come on, help your fucking buddy out and go purchase them off Amazon <laughs> or feedmemore.com. <laughs> like how many? Everybody. It's, the one thing with supplements, everybody wants free supplements. Nobody, that's like the one thing that people just don't think but they it's have expensive. to buy. Yeah, no, no, it's extremely so expensive. expensive. Like sending out hundreds of dollars of stuff at a pop, and it's just like, God damn it, I left. Like I'm doing my own thing now. Like yeah. come on, like you know, like, help help a, help a business out, right? It, but uh, you know, he sent me a text on that, and I and I, I let him know. I go, you can go buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be on Amazon, or you can go to feedmewar.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so what's going on with Rusev this week? So they announced the match was going to be Rusev versus Undertaker in a cascade match okay. at uh, Greatest Royal Rumble. And then they announced Rusev had been pulled from the match, and Jericho was going to be in the match. And uh, you know, what it, the rumor was, well, not the rumor, uh, TMZ had actually posted that uh, he had said something like he was going to crush the Undertaker's old ass. And then the next day, <laughs> they announced Rusev had been removed from the match. So it'd been a lot of weird speculation about Rusev's status. Uh, on Instagram on Monday, he had posted "Gonna miss you, buddy" to Aiden English, and uh, then on Monday they announced again the match is going to be a, it's it's resolved. It's going to be a casket match between Rusev and Undertaker. It's been a really weird sequence of events. Yeah, I don't know if he's just he's just having fun. Rusev loves to have fun. That was like this is I, I not that this is the same thing, but when I was doing my eat, tweet, delete, repeat little thing and just having fun and putting tweets and deleting them and pissing people off and <laughs> making fun of people kind of to fit in with the whole persona of everything going on at the time. And I would just make off-the-cuff comments and, and people, it just it fit with what I was doing, but I wasn't being featured uh, regularly in how I had been. And uh, just making noise to have fun. 
And I think he's at that point. There's nothing worse, and this is what I've said. This is what sucks about wrestling right now, that if you're not, they, they don't let anything organically happen anymore. They, and this has been this way for some time. That Rusev has organically gotten over. And the reason why he's gotten over is from being on Total Divas and from doing his, his social media stuff where people have actually seen his real personality outside of the character that he just played on TV. But he already had that TV and character persona established and he had that TV fame. So then when he has shown them who Rusev really is in real life, he's a great fucking guy. He's one of my favorite people, which I've said. So people are drawn to that that charismatic personality. And so what happens with that then is they give him a, a something that maybe isn't necessarily meant to get over and people say, no, we like this guy. We're going to get this over. We want this guy to be used better. We want to, we want to see him featured more and whatnot. And he still, he is featured all the time. But if you see like weird things happen, like like, and I was at WrestleMania week at WrestleCon, and there were as many Rusev Day shirts out there as anything all week. People walking around, and when you have a guy that is doing that, and people are, something is caught on like that, you run with it. You can't make enough merchandise for a guy like that. And, how, and what you do is then you start putting him in better positions to look better on TV so that you continue to ride that momentum. Because eventually, if you don't, what happens is, Typically, people get defeated that their energy they're spending supporting something isn't paying off. And then it starts to dwindle down and whatnot. And, and as a performer, there is no worse feeling in the world than having to go out there and you actually start getting over and, and people embracing you and accepting you and then being told to not acknowledge it or don't embrace it. Don't do that. You, you know, you're a heel. Don't do this. Don't do that. And eventually it goes away. And then you, from a performer standpoint, you're defeated because you know that that's a rare opportunity that does not happen very often in wrestling. For you, you might only have one or two shots your entire career to have something like that happen. And when that opportunity is taken away, what else do you do now? Because you know you just had something and it was taken away. So what are you going you, to do? You, guys, you can't go and start thinking of new ideas because you know even if you find another idea, it's not going to pay off. And that, that is that is one of the frustrating things that I do not like about professional wrestling today. Um, and it is a very real thing that is happening. And it, I think it's happening right now with Rusev. And, and again, I mean, you look at guys like... No, go ahead. Sorry. You look at guys like Zack Ryder or Wade Barrett. I mean, you know... There was a moment in time where these guys were probably like the biggest thing going and, you know, just the WF squandered it. It just like, you yeah. know, they, they put them through losing or do what they could to, you know, they they wanted Barrett as a heel and it just made no sense in terms of the reaction he was getting. And, you know, Zack Ryder, I mean, yep. there was no one more over than Zack Ryder when The Rock's standing in the middle of the ring and the crowd's chanting, we want Ryder. It's the most insane thing you could yeah. ever imagine. The WF did nothing to capitalize on that. And you see where he's at now. And it's... Yeah. It's what it, it's, it sucks. And that, yeah. that was how, that was how guys got extremely over in the years prior. And that momentum, when something caught on, you then switch business around and you start featuring that to start making as much money as possible. I believe that format does not exist anymore. 
and that it's a pre, we'll know these are the guys that we're going to run with right now, no matter what happens, no matter what the crowd, however they react, and we're going to, we're just going to go with this, and um, it's just, I don't, I don't know why it is that way, I honestly, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not in, in, in the meetings, I don't know what, I don't know what the agenda is, what the purpose of that is, we could speculate all day long, all I could tell everybody is, is from a fan standpoint, you should when you see that going on, you do not accept defeat. You you chant more. You buy more merchandise for that person. You make them. You you have to. And it happened with Daniel Bryan, and that's the best example I could see of of something that really really the the crowd wouldn't let that go because they love that guy so much. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen with everybody that way. I think Rusev is another case where. This could be a thing where people may not let this go because you've heard different things like where they said Vince didn't think it was serious, and I, I think it is. I think, and I think, I think people like him, and I think it again. It's from his social media stuff and being on Total Divas and seeing his real personality. I think people need to make more noise than ever and not accept that and and support Rusev Rusev Day more than ever because I think it will that will be the only chance they have to possibly rectify that and and whatnot because you just see how big of a reaction would it have been had rusev won wrestlemania i think it would have been huge and that's how you get to the next level you need big wins at big moments and and with he already had the momentum and it's again they're little ding dings in your armor i call them and you can you could survive it for so long but you get dinged enough and eventually you know that armor starts falling off and um I don't want to see that happen with him because he's worked extremely hard. He's, I, I've had he's one of my favorite opponents, and maybe I'm a little biased on the whole thing because I am friends with him, and um, but and I've lived it myself. So I and I and it's not a good feeling. It, it sucks and it, it's extremely defeating. And and then I've stayed positive throughout all of it. And you got to and you got to take the negatives and turn them into positives. But from a performer standpoint, there's nothing worse because it is such a rare thing. So. I hope Rusev Day lives on forever. It it just seems like Dave doesn't always have a plan. I mean, you know, they had Rusev lose at WrestleMania to Jinder, yeah. but then Jinder loses a week later to Jeff Hardy. So it wasn't like, you know, they gave Jinder the win and we're going to push him to the sky as U.S. champion. I mean, he had the title for literally a week and a day, and then I wonder, know, Jeff Hardy won it last night. Yeah, I wonder if that's just not done, again, speculating, but I believe they're wrestling at the, the Greatest Royal Rumble, Jeff Hardy and Jinder, correct? Yeah, yeah. Is that yep. maybe just a thing where Jinder wins it back for the greatest Royal Rumble, you think? It's possible. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it just seems with Jinder, I mean, they had a big push, and then it's just been inconsistent. I don't know if that's just, you know, like you said, it could just be they wanted to have that big moment at uh, greatest Royal Rumble, but I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, Jeff's probably going to be, you know, pretty hot over there, so yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to say. Well, and I've said this again, and this is a very real thing. They, and it was told to me, they don't want any more marquee names. So the best way to control that is by having guys lose and in, in, in taking momentum away at different points and controlling it yourself and maybe even pushing guys that you know the crowd isn't fully behind and whatnot because you kind of can keep it at bay that way. And I truly believe there is something to that business model of why they, if from what they had told me, they don't want any more marquee names after John Cena. It makes right. sense how they book guys that, that, and that's all, you know, and that if that's the way that it is, that's the way that it is. 
that's who you can't change that. Like, cause that's their, that's their business model. And it sucks from a wrestling standpoint, but the brand is so strong that if they want to do that, that way they can. So, uh, the other thing that came out this week is, uh, Brock Lesnar signed a new, new deal. And there was, you know, we've been talking for weeks about, you know, what's going to happen with Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, there were some stories he supposedly got in a heated argument with Vince after WrestleMania. <laughs> some people are saying that just bullshit. No one knows for sure. But the rumor, well, the word was that he uh, threw the title at Vince and something like that. Oh, then the next night, they announced, Brock, they announced Brock had signed a new deal. It would be appearing at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, no detail, detail has been released, but Elzer said uh, MMA wrestling uh, reported to MMA fighting that Lesnar's contract is a short-term deal. And the contract also allows them to do UFC fights. So okay, yeah, no, that's. I mean, I'm sure they're glad to keep him. He's a he's a one one of a kind performer and athlete, and uh, to have the success that he has and switching over is it's a very rare thing. It's he's a freak athlete, and he's a he's a big money draw, especially in the fighting world. You know, if if Cormier and uh, Miocic. You know that that big fight. Uh, if if there's rumors Brock is possibly going to be fighting the winner of that for the title, that is going to do some pretty serious numbers. And uh, and who's to say he could possibly come away being UFC champion all over again? Like it, it he's that talented and that much of a freak athlete and just specimens. So um, I'm sure they would want to keep him on board throughout all of that, at least temporarily. Um, and, and make some more money with him. So I think it's, I'm happy that he's, he's done it his way, man. He's, uh, that's the dream. I, I'll never be, you can't be upset or jealous. Like every performer should want that schedule mm-hmm. and to be able to be home more days than not. And he, but he went out and earned that right by going and leaving and having the courage to leave. Right. Granted, it wasn't a popular thing that how he did it or this and that, but he did. And then he, he, went and found all new success somewhere else and was able to come back on his own terms. I think that is truly inspirational from, from a performer standpoint. And again, I went left and doing it my way of trying to do different things and for that apply to my life and my circumstances I'm in right now and whatnot. And I think, and I, I get a lot of inspiration out of that. So I, I'm happy for him. Well, he went, he went, from hey, some, I'm sorry, but he went from something where, it's somewhat controlled environment to an unpredictable environment. Yeah, an unpredictable, but where he had more control over it, and he went out and he fucking took control. Right. And he and he became UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah, this is crazy. Beating Randy Couture, just it, it's incredible. The story is incredible, and uh, you can't get upset at a guy for wanting to work his own schedule. Mm-hmm. You can't. You got to you got to look at that. You got to get inspiration from that. That to me, that's how I choose to look at it. So. Got a little. I mean, it here. makes sense for the. Sorry. It makes ahead. sense for the WWE. No, it makes sense for the WWE too. I mean, you know, bringing Brock the way they did. I mean, Brock's big money, money for them. Absolutely. Having him as an attraction, you bring in, you know, just a handful of times, it makes people want to pay to see him. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. You know, this guy you see every week. You know, you kind of get, you know, stale, and the guys put at risk. Yeah. You can bring in, you know, people hate the part timers, but they also pay to see them. So I mean, you can't yeah. have it both ways. Exactly, and it, you need a mix of everything and. That should be every WWE superstar's goal is to become a part-time performer. Mm-hmm. The, 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 you you save your body, you get to work uh, and do what you love still, and you get to actually have a little bit of balance in your life. It, it really, it, to me, to me, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, up straight up, say it. 
That's exactly what I want. I mean, just look it's, at look at The Rock with John Cena. They they went from wrestling to becoming a film star yeah. to you know. And then Dwayne can come back whenever yeah. he wants and, and do something here and there and get that adrenaline rush and it, it it's truly inspirational, man. It it, it again you got to put in your time. Those all all those guys put in their time. Mm-hmm. Brock yeah. not as many years as them. Those guys, but they Dwayne and John they they put in their time and then you go do other things and if you want to work a, a lesser schedule, great and. It's, uh, but I think anybody, it, it's, that should be the goal because it, it for me, it, I, I shouldn't say for everybody, maybe that, but for me, that would be the end goal that to me, cause I would, I strive for balance right? or I, at least I'm trying. So anything uh, else going on? Stories. Uh, the last story this week is, you know, kind of a unfortunate one. Uh, John Cena had announced uh, that they broke uh, broke his engagement with uh, Nikki Bella. Okay. You know, it, it, you don't really like to talk too much about the personal things that go on it. But, you know, we were talking about this before the show. I mean, they did make it a big public public spectacle when, you know, the pros was at WrestleMania. So. Yeah. No, that's unfortunate. And I, that's where I, like, you know, it's like the Bray stuff before. And um, I wish there were certain things that people would leave alone. Um Again, though, when you're dealing with with clickbait stuff and people getting clicks for for money and mm-hmm. um, and all that, they will post about the things. And, and I'm sure a lot of people they, they, their their relationship was public. They're both wrestlers. They did the thing at WrestleMania. I, you, know, you you don't ever want to see. And I had my personal issues with John at different times and whatnot. But he's like, it, it sucks. You don't want to. I, I think that's give them their privacy there and whatnot and. Let them, you know, hopefully they can remain friends and uh, and be professional. It seems like I feel like they both would be professional about the entire thing. And people go their separate ways over time. Not all relationships are meant to last forever. And I think they're, they're thankful for the time they spent together. And hopefully, you know, they can remain friends. And I don't think there's anything to speculate. I don't, I don't, that's none of my business on that, nor is it anybody's. Um, so I think people should respect that. Makes sense to me. Good All right, deal. that's it for me tonight. All right. Well, Ace, we thank you for joining. I, I'm not going to lie. I got to take a piss and uh, <laughs> drink this whole coffee and my finish at BCAAs I'm sipping on, and it's uh, going right through me here. But uh, Ace, we'll get with you. We'll catch up with you next week, and uh, hopefully we got some more good news. We appreciate your time, and we're going to take a little break right here and be back after these messages. Thanks, Mike. I am the ultimate ryback, and I am here to tell you about Feed Me More Nutrition. It is the ultimate premium in sports nutrition. Wake up unlimited energy. I take it non-stop, and I have all the unlimited energy from the gods above my blood. My my skin, the energy is pouring through my system. The big guy, all natural testosterone booster will be giving you erection to the heavens. And if you need protein, protein built muscles upon muscles, my I. So hungry, premium grass-fed, prebiotic, and hand whey protein. Isolate is what you need. Fat, burn body fat with shell shock extreme. 
Fat Burner, the most powerful fat burner on the market today. Feed me more nutrition. Save 10% with Podcast 10. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. All right, we are back. And man, what a week it's been. We've <laughs> just, you're carless. I just got in late last night. It's been just. Well, it's just not just being, being carless, but like the adult industry got hit too. Um, Wait, what happened? So, so I was actually shooting last week. Um, me and Luxus Fox we were shooting for, uh, for um, a scene. And then when we were about to do the scene, we got a freaking text message like, hey, there's a production hole. So what people don't know is a lot of the performers actually get tested every 14 yep. days. These, you know, they're testing for gonorrhea, HIV, chlamydia, all these tests. So they get tested every 14 days. So obviously, if, you know, if you have, if you contract something, they'll notify you. Okay. When somebody contracts HIV, the whole production, any company oh, that no. produces adult, in, adult content yeah. has to shut down. And so what they do is, um, this is called the Free Speech Coalition. They have the system called the PASS system, which keeps track of everyone's tests. Okay. So everything is all, med- it's, it's, so it's a medical, so everything is, you know, medical history and stuff like that is private. Yeah. So they, they contact that person who contracted, who, who popped dirty, yeah. uh, which had HIV. They ask them to go retest to make sure, you know, you know false positive. Yeah. And so if the, the guy tested positive, then... They would have to contact all the people that he worked with yeah. to see if they contracted it. So they put a production hold on Tuesday of last. No, no, no I'm sorry, Thursday of last week. And so they initially said that they're gonna go back. You know, they're gonna they're gonna release a hold on Monday, but for some reason they can't contact the first contact people. Okay. So they pushed it back until. Wednesday, which is tomorrow, yeah, and then um, and then once that happens, then once they can't get a hold of anybody, then they're gonna have to have everyone in the adult industry to retest. Yeah, that sounds and like it's a it's nightmare. Is it's not cheap because it's, no, it's like it's normally it's a hundred and hundred and seventy dollars to get yeah, retested. There's a lot of performers. Yeah, a lot of performers out there, and so um. You know, I, I know That's scary. I know porn is not the best, you know, interesting topic, but, you know, like people say, it's like, oh, you're going to get, you know, diseases and stuff like that. But, dude, we get tested, you know, every 14 days. Yeah. And so. I mean, it, it could be anywhere. Yeah, it, it could be it, anywhere. It, it's, it's, but just imagine, like, you know, if you're going on a date with a girl and yeah. you say you have unproductive sex with that person, you don't know when that person got no. tested. So. Um, it's unfortunate. That's one of those things we turn a blind eye to sometimes. For sure. It's, it's just like you don't but want to. It's unfortunate, it. but it's 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 for our safety and stuff like that. But I mean, it just sucks. As, you know, co- you know, a couple uh, scenes that I was supposed to work on got canceled. Yeah. So we no, you... to, So it's, it's money, but you know, you know, is money. You know, you know, everything's run by money, but in this industry. The adult, the adult industry health is number one. Yeah, yeah, yo, it has to be when uh, that, that, that soon as it's good that they have that system in place. Yeah. For when something like that. Well, does I mean, the question is, like, you know, like I know, like in boxing or in wrestling, anything to do with bodily fluids, 
do is there like any testing like you get blood work done there regularly there? yeah okay. they test for all that like that I, I don't know if it's the blood works at least twice a year um that it, it could have increased um but from what I recall I believe it was a couple times a year okay. for actual blood work okay where they would test everything and just so you know what you know everything that's good it's uh <clears throat> that's no it's a scary thing that's mm. I can't even imagine. Do they know who the performer is? Uh, they don't know. I mean, it's, not, they want to keep it private. Yeah. But from from what they said, that this guy doesn't really shoot that often. Or this person, I'm not sorry, a guy, but this person yeah. um, doesn't shoot that often, but he shoot a lot of independent stuff. Okay. And so they're trying to contact all the people who did independent stuff with that guy yeah. so, or that person. Well, hopefully it didn't. They, didn't they, spread yeah, to yeah, a large large group. So, but it is what it is. But um, but yeah. So, how was your trip to Canada? Oh man, great trip! I got to go to Moncton, Canada, which I mentioned earlier. Where is that? To Canada. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Canada's very large. Is there? Uh... Fucking Google it. I, don't know. <laughs> I I googled it. I didn't even. Uh, I had to fly into Toronto first. Okay. I want to say it's between 700 and 800 miles away from Toronto. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. It's like, so, did I you have to go to Toronto and drive up there? No, no. They, then oh, I flew. you had to go connection? Okay. Yeah. And uh, left the night. It was 93 degrees when I flew out of here in Vegas. <laughs> and I get there. It's just like snow all over the ground. And it's cold. It wasn't cold that cold. But, I mean, it, it was nice. Did I you actually, bring your, like, winter coat? I, was, I bring oh, a sweater. Okay. Like, I bring uh, a couple sweaters. Yeah. For <laughs> I've forgotten them before on some of those. But, yeah, it's, again, it, it's you're fine. Yeah. And, um. But I got to go to this car show out there and um, that they hold in Moncton, Canada. It was actually at the... They're building a brand new arena for WWE out there because WWE used to go there all the time. Okay. They haven't been out there... But from what people told me, it's been between maybe 10 and 15 years. Wow. But I know there were people that... We used to see Rock and Stone Cold here. And okay. So they, it, it wasn't all terribly long ago, but that, that's a bit of time still. And uh, then they quit running there. Probably the venue... It was an arena that the car show was in. And it held a decent amount of people, but compared to other arenas, it probably didn't hold as many. Uh-huh. So, and but again, it's Moncton, Canada, so I don't know how big of a like. I'm sure they sold that place out every time they were there. But That's I'm sure my, it could be like a wrestling town. That's why it yeah, used to be no, there. no, there was a great turnout the yeah. first day there. It, uh, but I, uh, they're building a brand new arena, beautiful. So WWE will probably, be, I believe they said they are running there against so one of the guys that was in the know of all that. But, okay. Um, we it was a two day deal for three signings two on Saturday one on Sunday the afternoon Saturday one the place was packed they broke their all time attendance record for the car show and what they do is they bring out like a wrestling figure like and I was the wrestling figure this year Tori Wilson had gone out in the past Booker T before Honky Tonk Man they said years ago. Um, so they only bring one wrestling, oh, okay. but then they brought like one of the guys from Fast and Furious. Oh, out. Okay. I don't know which one. There's been a lot of the movies. <laughs> yeah, but he was one one of the guys in uh, the so, Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, but they brought like there were there were a few people they bring out and they do that to get people to come to the car show. Okay. Um, however, that all works. I don't know, and and they, you have to pay to get into the car show and whatnot. So they but they broke their all time attendance record on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first the out. It's usually a three day event. They broke it on Saturday, of all time, mm-hmm. supposedly was what they said, and and then it was uh it was a little more laid back Saturday night and Sunday. It was where people coming up and getting autographs and doing pictures, but it wasn't like that first day. The line was all the way like yeah. hundreds of people. Just it was 
and those are always fun, but you gotta like it's 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 work. So, a so what's was bigger, the line to see a car or the line to see you? <laughs> no, the line. Well, the well, the line for me. But the line because the, the cars didn't have line. There were so many. There there were so many cars there. This okay. thing was like in four different quadrants okay. of the thing. They were they probably spent way more time with the cars than with me. They, uh, <laughs> no, but they, I we try to make it as personable as possible, and that's cool. I had a great time out there, and thank you to everybody that came out. And it's good. It, again, it's please go back, please go back, please go back. Will you go back to WWE? Like it, oh, it, yeah, there's a common course, like, there's always and it's and I, it's like I know, guys. I try to help people understand. Yeah. And does it look? Here's the deal. Here's why I did what I did. My health is was not good. There yeah. were many factors, and then that was just one of them. But that ended up being much more serious. And um, it's good to explain that to them so they understand. Yeah. And and I feel like it's. I, I'm very thankful. For the for everything and for the fan base. And Does you have like a maybe like a YouTube section where you say that the reason? I mean, obviously you did talk about in the podcast. I'm sure. I just should I should do one of my videos with my teleprompter. I yeah, told you about. You should. And uh, <laughs> where it's just me, and, but it looks like I'm addressing like the presidential. Yes. And like for my the following statement and just yeah, wear <laughs> wear the same suit that you have in your book. Yeah. You know, just like just talk about you guys. I want. I've been asked time and time again that the reason why I haven't been in, in WWE is what happened. That's pretty funny. Actually. And so, like, basically, when people ask you the same question, just give them. It's like, hey, look at this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Just, just have it played. It's like in the background. It's like, all right, everyone, if everyone want to know, yeah. here's a YouTube video. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> issue out a statement. Yeah. But just again, you still get the question. Yeah, everywhere. of course. Not everyone looks at all that stuff. Right. So no, but it was uh, a great week. Unfortunately. I was supposed to come home Sunday night, and at the signing, I had to bring my stuff with me, and I was supposed to go straight from the signing right to the airport and fly from Moncton to Toronto and then Toronto to home, get in here like at 10, 35 at night. Right. Usually get into my door around 12 after a flight like that. And I'm at the signing, and the guy that's with me up there, I believe it was Bill, he goes, did you hear flights are canceled today? And I go, huh? <laughs> and uh, he goes, flights are canceled, the Toronto Freezing rain. And I go, wait, what? <laughs> uh, like some signing autographs. And yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to like pull up my phone, but it was with Air Canada and I, yeah. didn't, I don't have an account with them. Okay. So then they got the, the promoter, the guy that the, the owner of the car deal that brought me out, Joe, hell of a guy, great guy. And uh, they started working on it, but Air Canada qu- shut down their lines because there were so many cancellations. So rather than deal with the problem yeah they did oh fuck it and uh <laughs> so you couldn't even like reschedule a flight oh my god so i'm like i go okay let's just make the best of this i'm not getting out of here i'm in moncton canada right now right i'm in a nice hotel they put me up in a nice hotel they had a nice bar there and i go i gotta get stuff done i go i go you know can you just book me another night at the hotel and we'll hopefully get scheduled for tomorrow right and i just went down to the bar i i went to the gym after the thing and did a workout, then went down to the bar and had a nice dinner and had some beers and nice. just said, fuck it, you yeah. know. And I did some work on my phone, but it was, I needed this stuff, a lot of stuff I have to be home for. Yeah, but for man, sure. it was, uh, which I just say, it's like, I was, I wrote about it in my, my weekly message this week on my website. Like, life is just all about adjusting and readjusting. Yeah. And I was just, I've tried as I've gotten older to like learn not to get, I probably in the past would have been extremely angry, but what am I going to get angry about? I can't do anything do about, about it. it. So I just get drunk instead. Yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I, and I didn't get drunk. I had maybe three or four beers. Yeah. But it was, uh, I just chilled out. And then uh, 
I was able to get home the next day, got a big workout in, got to eat at my favorite place up there, Boston Pizza in Canada. Okay. They have oven roasted wings. Is it like Boston Market or is it? No, different? no, oh, Boston okay. Pizza. It's Boston a big pizza. Canadian chain. Oh, okay. And uh, it's my go-to spot. They have these oven roasted wings and they are delicious. But they have tasty. good pizzas too. Okay. And uh, so I had pizza for the first time. Sunday was my uh, carb day yesterday or mm-hmm. Monday. So I ate... Uh, I, for the first time, I had their chicken fingers and pizza, and oh my god, and French onion soup. It was a what kind? What, what kind of pizza you got? I, I don't. It was just like a. It was like a pepperoni. meat pepperoni oh, okay. type deal, but it was a very thin crust. Okay. Oh, it was so good. Sounds good. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't think I would. I don't think I've ever had a pizza I haven't liked. To be honest with you, have like, you ever had the Giordano's on here? No. It's a deep I, very limited. I haven't. I used to eat pizza all the time as a kid. Yeah. But since I've gotten older and a body guy now, I don't yeah. eat it all that often. So. Okay. But. Uh, no, it was good. When I got in late, like, I almost missed my connection in Toronto. I got in with, with the flight got delayed out of Moncton like four times. Okay. But I had a long wait time and, yeah. and gaining an hour going into Toronto. So I got in with about an, almost two hours before my flight. Okay. But I had to go through customs in Toronto. Oh my so I go through customs, but then they. Why do you have to go to customs? Because it's still within Canada, right? Yeah, but to come back to Vegas. So rather oh, than do it in Vegas, yeah, yeah, they do it in Toronto. So I was Toronto? cool. I was cool getting it done there. Okay. Because then when I got to Vegas, just go get my bag and come home. Oh, okay. But they, uh, and I had the time between that. But they, it was one of those customs where you got to wait for your bag to get cleared. Right. Wait, I've had a nightmare at those before where they take forever. Yeah. And there, there were only like five or six people waiting in there with me. So I'm like, oh, this ain't going to be bad. And it just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then, like, now the flight was at 8.55. Now it's, like, 8. And I'm, like, starting to get a little bit, like, no, it'll be up any minute. Just nothing. I'm playing on my phone. I'm like, come on. 8.15. I'm like, okay. I look at my boarding pass. Shit. They're boarding now. Yeah. Like, so now I'm starting to, like, I was like, I got to get there by 8.45 probably. If not 8.40. But you got it 15 minutes before. Yeah, they but, usually shut, they close the door within yeah. 15 minutes. So, but I, I don't want to be, I had to go get food and yeah. I want to get a coffee and like, cause it was, I was exhausted and I was, uh, so I go up to the desk and had to wait and there were people just like bitching because their bags never. Yeah. And so like, there's like four different people in front of me and they're all just bitching and I'm like, come on, I just want to bitch. Come on. I need a <laughs> chance to bitch. And, uh, finally somebody got done and I go up. And I go, I need to, I need to go. Can we just like send my bag when it goes? I, I go, I, I really need to, my, my plane is boarding. He went, pulled up something on the computer. He goes, oh, you're good. I go, I would... why didn't my name come up? He goes, oh, you're good. And uh, so I'm just like, dash, I had to go through the custom thing. Still, thank God there wasn't a line. Yeah. And then I had time to go get a Starbucks and some food. Oh my and God. Uh, I made it and thank God. I was just worried. I was like, I got in, I got, I didn't get home till after one something. Oh, yeah. And I was just, had to unpack and it's one of those, lost the whole day at home. Yeah. I came home, I had a whole boxes of Amazon stuff sitting in here. For the new place. For right? the new place that all came in when I was gone. So, and I'm a day behind on that. So, like, I had, I went and got Taco Bell, had a huge carb night, cheat meal, another, because it was my carb day. And uh, went to bed so happy. And I got seven hours sleep, got up, and have not stopped since. Uh, I literally, it's been all day dealing with uh, Amazon. That was the other thing I needed to talk about with everyone. Because Wake Up Unlimited Energy. So we've talked about the Amazon debacle multiple times. And it got unlisted. And it it got unlisted because, um, for nothing that makes any sense, um, somebody complained about the taste. 
of the product. I thought it was, I thought it was like it exploded or something. No, that was what they initially said a shipping thing. They so they not only gave me uh, wrong information that didn't apply to this case. That this was a whole other issue that the safety department all they had to do they didn't tell me the reason for the safety complaint. They the Amazon the other people that couldn't communicate with the safety department told me that it was a shipping mishap. So none of this made any sense to begin with. Yeah. So I'm sending emails for a month concerning a shipping mishap, because that makes no sense. Yeah. Why I'm being punished for that. Turns out it was because somebody didn't like the taste of the product. Oh, and I had to provide a plan of action for how I'm going to prevent somebody from not liking the taste again, which is impossible. Everybody, no, everybody there's people that taste. love the taste. Every, every... It, thank you. People have different tastes. Yeah. Um, it has that it's sweetened with stevia on the label yeah. that not everyone likes stevia. Stevia is a little... It's a different sweet, sweetness yeah, and artificial sweeteners. Yeah, exactly. And again, understanding, I submit plan of action after plan of action. Five weeks have gone by. They have cost me thousands of dollars uh, of sales on Amazon that I get that is one of my best sellers on there. And uh, finally today, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. They have approved my pink lemonade once again, but I have to get it relisted and I'm waiting for their response on that. The cherry, they have not relisted. It's the same exact product though. So now I have to deal with all my hundreds of inventory that I have there. It's showing that it's gone. So now I have to find out where's my inventory guys, where like th this is thousands of dollars in yeah. In inventory. Yeah. The stress of having a business I cannot, I cannot stress this well, enough. Well, this is you. something you, there's no control over. Yeah. Like, this you rely is, yeah. on Amazon. Yes. It's just like. And, but they, they have been not been timely in the manner. No. And, but they they even said like, oh, we can't reimburse you any money. I already knew they weren't going to. That's why I said, guys, we need to handle, like, this should be handled within a matter of days. Yes. Not five weeks. Right. Like this, it's asinine. The entire, and over the reasoning that we are. But my favorite part of this was Barath over, I don't know if he's in India or Barath, Barath a, a representative for the safety department of Amazon, reached out after I submitted uh, my plan of action on one of the times and literally goes, these products will never be sold on Amazon again. Jeff Bezos saw your plan of action and uh, has forbidden the sale of Wake Up Unlimited Energy on Amazon. And I just think to myself, fuck you, Barath. There's no goddamn way that you're talking to Jeff Bezos right no. now. Barath. Barath answering customer service. Jeff, you Jeff noted, and Jeff wanted, and he even put in the email, Jeff wanted me to notify you. So I could already tell, and I was like, the plan, there was nothing in the email. The email wasn't like, fuck you guys. The emails are professional emails because yeah. I'm doing business with them. So I'm like, wait, what the hell warranted this response? And then the best thing is, is after that, now they're going to be sold there again. Because, but... They, it made no sense. They were allowing another seller to sell the product still, but the owner of the company can't sell yeah, the product yeah, no, because somebody didn't like the taste of stevia. Yeah. So this is the stuff I deal with all these hours of phone calls. And like, I was dealing with that as soon as I got up this morning. I had to start in with that. And I finally, so I should hopefully tomorrow, by the time this podcast comes out, I'm hoping by the end of this week, both the cherry and the pink lemonade are back up for sale on, on Amazon. Because in the meantime, just buy it from feedmemore.com, guys. Yeah. Uh, it is. Wow. I get, I can't, it, it's, I told you I'm maxed out with everything going on. It's stuff like that, though. And I was talking to these guys that brought me in for this Canada 
thing. Mm -hmm. They own their own business and they do several different things and they're in the race car industry. They build cars and, yeah. and that they, they were just saying like, they, they go, this, that's, it's the hardest thing about having a business is you just don't show up to work and do your part and leave the, you are the business. So now you deal with all these other people that mess up in life and on other things and it directly affects you. So you have to take control of it, but there's only so much time in the day. And I spread myself thin with all these the different little things. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all tie in together, and I love doing it. It's so much fun. But working for yourself is so much different than having a regular job. You have downtime in weird times, mm -hmm. but you're always doing something. I'll go and go to take a shit, and I'm doing emails. I'm like, fuck, just relax. Yeah, sure. Or like, I'll go sit down. I got to ice my back because I got to get healthy. I'm trying to do this stuff, or I got to go sit in the hot tub, and I'm I'm working and doing phone stuff or answering customer emails and trying to get other things worked out and doing social media stuff. And it's, it's very rewarding though. I can tell you that, yeah. but it, it's, it's a different type of stress. Well, I know how you feel because like the reason why I'm carless, because a buddy of mine told me about this guy who's a good mechanic and he said that he can do my, you know, I mentioned about my AC is going out. Yeah. So I bought the parts, new air AC compressor. And so I dropped off. I literally, actually I went to, I went, I went to uh, to California, uh, and I was taking the Megabus. Apparently, the Megabus broke down. Ugh. So I drove my car to California. My car has like two hundred thirty thousand miles. Oh, but Ooh. it still runs. It. it still it still runs great. It's you know no okay. nothing problem. So so like the AC wasn't kind of working, but I got the windows down. It wasn't too hot. So. You need that for out here, though. Yeah, especially yeah. the accessories coming up. You want me to do on this podcast? No, it's like hey, uh, I'm gonna stay inside. I'm gonna I'm gonna Skype in the show from now yeah. on. Um, no, so so the guy, so I hit him. The guy I hit the guy up. Apparently, he doesn't speak English. His his son speaks English for him. So I'm going through him, the translator, and it's like discussing it. And so normally, like if you take my car to the dealer to get my my AC compressor, it'd be two grand. Yeah. He was he was going to charge me three hundred dollars. So can't beat that. Can't beat that. All right. So I drop my car off on Sunday. He says he'll be it'll be done ready yeah. Monday in the afternoon. It's like all right, cool. So right around like noon time, kind of go past. I'm like oh, I'm going to give him you know maybe because his son is still going to school. Yeah. So it's like all right, I'll hit him up at two thirty. So I hit him up. It's like, hey, is my car done? Oh, by the way, there's a crack in your radiator. Um, he recommends getting a new Saw one. Saw you coming. And so it's like, and he yeah. showed me pictures. It's yeah. like, all right, cool. So I said, well, he said it was like $177 to get yeah. a new radiator. And it's like, well, I can buy one on eBay for 50 bucks, but it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a while. And then he said, like, well, he found, a, he found another radiator for... One thirteen. Okay. It's like okay, and it's like normally he'll charge a hundred dollars if, if yeah. I were to get it, whatever. So I was like, since it's already open and no charge, just get the radiator and it'll pull installed and the okay. air compressor. So today's Tuesday, still don't have a car. So he says, like I told him, he's like, well, I got a podcast going, or I was like, I had, I got something going on at four. Hey, did you tell him you have your own podcast? No, like, no, no, no. Look, but I got my own podcast. Uh, yeah. like, no, I like... got this big guy waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, like, look, I got something going on at four. Can I get my car? And he's like, yeah, like he just got the radiator at two thirty, and so like, it should be ready. I get right around four o'clock. I get a message. Hey, sorry, there's an emergency. Yeah. Can't get it done. And I ask him, he's like, what's left over? He says, I still got to assemble all the parts. And it's like, things are like, I'm like. It sucks when it's it out of your control. It sucks. It's like, yeah. yeah, with the whole situation. But like, 
you know, granted, like, I'm saving money, but, like, he told me that it was going to be done on, on Monday. He says that, no, the radiator's broken. It's like, all right. And I asked him, I was like, okay, because I, I, I replaced the radiator myself. Yeah. No, and you so get your talent. I can, I can do it myself, but it's like, all right, since you already have it open, it's already over yeah, there. Just get I, it all done. Get it all done. And then he just, now he just told me, he's like, well, I told him, he's like, look, I need my car because I have errands yeah. to run. You know, I, I actually had to get a ride out here just to yeah. do the podcast with you. And, and so it's like, I told him, he's like, look, it's costing me more money than I'm actually spending. Yeah. And so, you know, I definitely know how you feel with the whole situation. Um, uh, when are you, are you supposed to have it tomorrow? I'm think? supposed to have it tomorrow. And I told him, look, I need it as soon as possible. And if it doesn't get there, I'm going to literally going to go there and look at it and say, look, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. Hopefully you get it tomorrow. Yeah. Like get to the self yeah. It's, it's, it's not a good feeling. No. And, and like, things are, like, I know he's a hardworking dude. You know, he, his English, he doesn't know how to speak English. He's, yeah. he's, he's supporting his family. But when you say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and, an unfortunate thing. Yeah. You see that. And that I was going to, like, I have other stuff on my car that I will get fixed, but then I'm not I'm not coming back yeah. to him again. Because he's not reliable. He's not as reliable. As you, when you, you, the cars, that's. Hopefully you get it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, like I know, I know about cars. I know how long it takes. Yeah, it's like it shouldn't take three days. He's probably just doing other. He has a. Yeah, I know. He yeah. there's other things, but like if you say you're gonna be done on Monday. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Do that's it. how you get repeat business yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. Juicy today is telling you the Southwest Airline deal. Oh yeah. After we were just talking about that last week, I'm like plane stuff and like turbulence and all that. Crazy stuff. Just a plane and how that, that TV show, how airplanes crash. And yeah. Luckily, the plane didn't crash. But the, someone did did die. Did die, unfortunately. The So I was at the gym, and I see up on the TV, and I see something with a Southwest plane with an engine failure. So, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I see one passenger killed. And uh, I was just like, oh, man. So eventually, I pulled up an article and see what was going on to get the details. And I guess it was an engine failure. They don't and know why. Of, I think one of the blades like flew and hit one of the windows and broke. Yeah, the which is like the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. as far as because of the speed and just mm-hmm. and busted out one of the windows, and then a woman Got was sucked, sucked out. out of the window. Well, I think just the women. I think there's are like, small th- windows. Yeah, the small windows, and so I think. She must have got sucked out, and her head is outside. Yeah, and so they're trying to pull her back, and you know. I don't know if suffocation, but you got to think that the trauma to the head and neck. Yeah, head and neck. That speed yeah. of when your head getting. Dude, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's five hundred miles per hour. Yeah. No, it's. It's it's yeah it's insane. My I I put out a tweet earlier, but my heart goes out to the family of that mm-hmm. person. That is. Yeah, and you know we you travel, don't expect it. Yeah, yeah, we travel all the time, and just. You know, when you're hitting bad turbulence or just anything can go wrong. Yeah, no, it's something. This was the first incident of someone dying in nine years. Uh, in, I believe in America? In the States, I believe oh, so. in the States, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's I heard been there's been, there been planes off all, all, like around. But you know, when you the think world. about the amount of flights that there are, especially here. Yeah, I mean, just, they, they it, keep saying this, they're saying that it's the safest way to fly. The travel, yeah. but when something happens, a something lot of people happens, cannot, yeah. can actually die. But yeah. I was actually, it, it's, it. we were coming in, in the weather, the wind last night was really high here in Vegas. Yeah. We actually had, our plane came in almost an hour later than it was supposed to because they had to, they got advised they had to slow down. Yeah. And coming in, 
the wind, I was just like, because my mom was telling me about how bad the wind was, and I'm just thinking, like, we had a big plane, but that wind, those got it was a really strong gust. Mm-hmm. And even that, that plane, you could feel the drop in it, and when it when a gust would come or the tail kind of kick out a little bit, and, yeah. like, and you're just like, it, it's stressful. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I, and I, I remain calm on yeah. all of it, but it, it's not... It's stressful nonetheless, but like something, it's the last thing you think of you just traveling. And unfortunately, we have not perfected this stuff yet. Well, actually, I've, um, a couple of days ago, I did see a company, uh, it was a video on, on Facebook, that there was a company that actually invented um, a laser detecting system that can be on a plane that detects like 10 miles ahead and notifies the pilot that there's a gust of wind or some type of. I forgot there's the name. Movement of, or... There's movement and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, um, there's something in the in front of you. You might want to change course. And so it'll. Birds are common. The, the birds getting sucked into the engines, right? Right. Like... But I think, but dude, like they test. I mean, dude, those are like blades. Yeah. That would slice like human beings or yeah, like yeah. large. You know, they they test frozen. You know, chickens and throw it through the freaking yeah. propellers and stuff like that, and it gets. Instantly, but like, but they said that they put these two lasers on the side of the plane and it'll detect, you know, different currents and stuff like that and to let them know it's like, hey, there's going to be a huge wind, maybe move up or move down, or yeah. move left or right. So, um, I mean, things still in, the, in development, but over time, hopefully, we continue to because obviously they're much safer now than they were in the past, yes, but it's it's um. But yeah, it's still it's, scary mm-hmm. when you think about that. For sure, and you know, there's you know, like there's been really bad turbulence when people get hurt. Yeah, so, I can imagine and, that. And, and so, it, but yeah, it's it's, it, you know, travel. That's the thing about traveling. It's like you gotta think about what. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. You can't really think about what could happen. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, because obviously, any it's. This is why I said, like, I, I, traveling as much as I was before and flying, it was very stressful for mm-hmm. me because I don't like flying. I, I really, and I don't mind, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. I sleep great on the, but I don't, it's one thing if you just go here or there and you go on a trip, but you're doing it where it's a little maybe more enjoyable. But when you're flying constantly, multiple times a week, you just look at it from like an odds perspective and you you see airports and you see things, you're like, and you, oh, well, I hope they checked everything. And yeah. you just never, because humans make it. Yeah, and people complain about, like, oh, my flight's delayed. And it's like, dude, uh, I would yeah. prefer them to make sure the plane's okay. Absolutely. So I'm willing to wait an hour or two just yeah. to make sure everything's fine. But, like, yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, though, like, I don't get stress on a plane. Yeah. I get stress going to the plane, you know, like yeah. dealing with the, you know, security and, you know. TSA, all that is, it's extremely, yeah, it's I not mean, a pleasant, like no. Vegas airport used to be actually fairly good. I've talked to the, 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 I got the clear system now where you. I have the pre-check, but I, I want to get the clear. The clear, dude, is. It's just a fingerprint, right? Yeah. Best money I've ever how spent. Much, how much was it? I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it ended up being like a hundred and something or 200. Okay. It was whatever it was. And I don't know if there's a yearly membership thing. I think there might be. Mm-hmm. So worth it. You literally, it could be, I used to almost miss flights because I'd get there two hours before and the line would be so, so long. And they, yeah. They'd only have one check uh, station open there to go through. And it was just like, and they're taking forever to check everything. And, and they have like six closed ones. You're like, why are we, why is this going on? And 
So I finally, you go, I got the clear deal. It's not, it's not, it's not on every airport, right? Or is no, it but they're, they're, they're more and more now. They're oh, going to okay. be in every single one. Right. Um, you, you sign up, they get your eyes and they get your picture and your fingerprints and you go right up. They take your fingerprints. They look at your boarding pass. They walk you right up past all the people, show the TSA guy your ticket. Mm-hmm. He's good to go. You go right on through and get in line to go through uh, security. So you bypass that line of waiting to check your ID. And mm-hmm. I advise everyone. Which is crazy because like I I got TSA pre-check. Yeah. Which I thought it would be a little faster. It's so long. Because everyone went and got pre-check. Yeah. You got to pay the extra and get the clear now. I know. Like it's, now uh, now once now once you tell people get the clear now everyone yeah. get the clear. Wait. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> Pre-check, everybody. Pre-check all the way. Oh, Come you know, on. don't get pre-checked. That's, <laughs> go on a regular line. Yeah. Just, guys, let's, let's have a balance here. Okay? <laughs> let's not all go to... If you travel a lot, though, it... it yeah, it does benefit you and stuff like that. But uh, I do have the Finish It BCAA is out now. And uh, the Branch Chain Amino Acid oh, Electrolyte finally. Pump Matrix. Finally. Oh, my God. And uh, again, I had to get that all stored away and... I got to now create a listing on Amazon and send out hundreds of units. Do you really want to post on Amazon? Yeah, because they they help me tremendously. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a love hate relationship. I know, but it's man, it I'm seems like a, a more. Of a oh, headache. don't get me wrong. When as soon as I get to the level that I'm going to be at, yeah. middle fingers are going up. <laughs> I'll let somebody else deal with them. Yeah, straight up. I I will. Right now, we I I I rely on them heavily. Because I do all my own orders at feedmemore.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get up either early in the morning or at night before I go to bed, and I do all my orders. You should have like a personal assistant does. No, that's what I need. So yeah. this is the but these are the I enjoy doing everything right now because it, the business. But I'm in I'm in step one of growing oh, my okay. business. Yeah. So you have to understand like to go to. You step, get like an intern. This no, I've already. already <laughs> if there are any hot women out there. That, <laughs> wait, oh, can't, technically, I take, take that no, all no, back. No, no, no. Is there anything that's that's very attractive? It wouldn't be if there was a hot woman. It wouldn't be an employee. She would just live here and do that for me. That's. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I, I sent you. I sent you that that tweet to you. Oh yeah, yeah. The of, performer. Of the performer. Her name is Sadie Pop. She I don't actually, know until I know how old she is. I'm not making dude, any comments. Dude, she's like 90 pounds. And she's tiny, but like she she put on Twitter like feed me more, but she tagged the wrong. She tagged a, she tagged an author by the way. Yeah, right I'm sure like the he, author is like, what is going on? What, who is this <laughs> demented young woman? Why does she want me to feed her more? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> more words. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, it'd be nice to have a, an assistant to help out. So, no, that's another thing of that's a possibility of, of different options. Of Because there's another guy that does some work with Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder out mm-hmm. here with his supplement line, and he's helped him tremendously. I've debated um, possibly, because we've talked before, and I like having my house to myself, but possibly having moving somebody in to help out with that. Yeah. But it, it's until... Do you think you have to? Do you have to have? No, I wouldn't. Else? No, I wouldn't. But he—he he, I mean, would be for other projects too. Oh, okay. He's really good with recording things. And oh, okay. Too. This would be more for just that. But um, I could. What's going to happen is I'm going to. I have to start having employees soon. Mm-hmm. It's going. That is. But this is, as you grow, you, you start putting these things in place. Because eventually, then, then it's going to be moving everything to another building and having an office and yeah things of that nature um the way that we're going but i need to delegate that responsibility eventually to somebody else because it's, it, it is stressful 
and in the, now having the marketing team and you, you probably on social media are going to start seeing a lot more videos of me out there and we're putting out more and more content and it is increasing sales pretty quickly here now and uh and i'm very thankful for that but i i like i got home last night and the first thing i had to do i was so tired last night i'll just get up and and i got a bunch of orders done like i had to ship out ship out a ton and but it, it work on you got to print out the labels and you got to put package everything and i got a whole shipping station set up in the office up there and, and we get it done and it's um we get it done very efficiently but it's then you got to go to the post office. You got to, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it takes up time. Yeah, for but sure. But it, it's, I have to do it. No one else is going to do that for me. And that's one of the things that I, I'm very hands-on. And I, to me, the, the journey and the story is going to be so cool when I'm at the point where that is really, really where it's going to be. And, and putting out these great products, it's, it's going to be very rewarding to look back and mm -hmm. look at this period that I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like I did it. I did it. That's what I left for. And that's what I'm doing, and um, it's been good. But the, the feedback on the finish at BCAA has been overwhelming. And I'm telling you guys, it, there is no branch chain amino acid out there like it. It has all the electrolytes in it, and it has also uh, L-citrulline and L-norvaline, which is really good for blood flow. It's actually really good for your for your penis. Oh. Uh, L-citrulline, it increases nitric oxide. It's, no, it's vegan-friendly, no artificial coloring, beetroot powder, which beetroot is also extremely well, uh, works extremely well at increasing nitric oxide and blood okay. flow okay. for muscle pumps and also penis pumps. <laughs> uh, but there's also uh, 2,500 milligrams of L-glutamine and then this ingredient, uh, sustamine, which is really good for, um, with the electrolytes, for your body, for, for keeping you hydrated. Mm -hmm. This thing... Uh, and for muscle recovery, there's nothing like it. And it's non-stim. There's no nothing in there that's going to like, no caffeine, nothing like that. It's just great for intra-workout while you're working out. Or people that are dieting and people on the keto diet. Like I sip on these. I went through a, a, a jar, 30 servings of it. I went through a jar in three and a half days of it. Like wow. I'm, because I'm drinking it in between my meals. Okay. Because it, it keeps you, it helps you not have to eat as much. Right. It, 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 it's incredible. And I really think, um. I think this is going to become my the fat burner is my my best seller by far. Mm -hmm. Like that one, everyone because it works extremely well. But this, I think this is going to be right up there with it. Um, and it, it's it's for men and women. And uh, we'd love to break it down a little more. I try not to to fucking shill the supplements on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like to yeah, but it's sponsoring your podcast. <laughs> yeah, they are so my main sponsor. They are your main sponsor. Yeah. The uh, no, but. Uh, we, we, I'll talk maybe a little more about them, break it down a little bit, but that's what I got the marketing videos coming out. Yeah. Where you can actually see on Facebook and Instagram videos of me explaining the supplements, and then you can read the shit comments of the people <laughs> fucking underneath. There'll be like a lot of good comments, and then you'll just get right. the asshole. Well, not even. Oh, look at this guy. This guy, go get a real job. Like, <laughs> nothing wait. to do with the supplement. No, nothing. Just like talk about is like, yeah, I hate. So, this is what this guy, this asshole's doing. <laughs> Irrelevant piece of shit. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you nothing guys? Nothing to do with Don't the you supplement. guys understand, like, what you do, go having a business and, yeah. like, that, the, the, the amount of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, like, that, that's, that's called being a loser. Yeah. Creating your own destiny and having freedom and providing a goddamn great product. Holy shit. Like, I was like, so yeah, go get a job at 7-Eleven. Like, wait, why? 
What? Like, no. No. You guys. Man. This guy this couldn't hack it in wrestling, steroid abuser. What? What does that have to do with anything you just, like. Oh my Look at Ryback trying to stay relevant. That's another fucking popular one. Yeah, like, I, I can give two shit if I two shits if I'm ever relevant. Right, because you, I, I have a business, and I'm. Yeah. that's what you do when you have a business. You yeah. promote your business. Exactly. You, you provide a great product. Ultimately, is what you should do, and I am doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys are so angry. Please stop being angry. I could be. I'm not relevant. I don't care. I. I'll be the first. I. I am not relevant. Do I get stopped everywhere I go all throughout the day? Yes. But I am not relevant. Yeah. I don't care if I ever am. Yeah. If nobody stops me, I am completely content and happy in my life, Joe. Yeah. Well, speaking of angry, IRS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, though, actually, today is actually supposed to be tax day. The, mm -hmm. the taxes are first to do. But that's what happens. Their system uh, broke down, so they extended the day to Wednesday, okay. which is tomorrow. So... Unfortunately, the, the podcast probably won't be out, but if you're still doing taxes, you probably can do it now. Um, yeah, we will yeah. be out tomorrow or uh, Wednesday. Yeah. We're, this, we're doing this Tuesday night. So here, you got to end, end of midnight of Wednesday to get your that's taxes a first. done. Yeah. All right. I think we'll go ahead. We'll, uh, we'll take a little break. We'll come back. We'll do some uh, questions. And uh, we have, I'm trying to think, tips of the week tips and some week, questions. Quotes, quotes of the day? Or yeah, I got my, my, my tips of the week here that we always do. I always got to gotta share a little information. Just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back after these messages from Feed Me More Nutrition, probably. Hey, guys. This is the big guy, Ryback. And I want to personally say thank you to you guys, our great listeners and supporters, for an amazing 2017 2018 is surely going to be even better. Feed Me More Nutrition, my natural premium sports nutrition company, had a phenomenal first year, and that's thanks to you. We are adding Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid Electrolyte Pump Matrix to the lineup for 2018 and have even more exciting custom formulas coming in the upcoming months. If you've been putting off getting in better shape and getting healthy for not only you, but your loved ones, now is the time to do it. Whether it's consuming more lean protein, burning some unwanted pounds, increasing your natural testosterone and sex drive, or ramping up your energy levels, Feed Me More Nutrition has you covered. As always, positive Amazon reviews are greatly appreciated. 2018 is your year. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed. Me. More. Okay, we are back. We're going to go ahead and jump into the tips of the week here before we dive into some questions. Tips of the week. Yay. My book of the week this week. I'm actually on a different book, but this book I highly recommend. It was I read this uh, right when I broke my ankle. The Power by Rhonda Byrne. It's in that secret series. Uh, it's a little different. Uh, this deals with like the the, uh, the the law of love, and love makes the world go round, and uh, it is the most powerful uh, emotion and, and energy that we have here on earth. And uh, check that book out, guys. Everything by Rhonda Byrne that they the people at the Secret have put out is money. A quote of the week, a little fitness quote. I think this week you're closer than you were yesterday, and I got that from my quotes app. I really liked it. My nutrition tip of the week is is I think everyone, if you guys, especially people dieting, the people that have gotten these tips and have applied them to your life, check out the Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid. Um, it really, really, really will help you 
uh, in keeping you satisfied between your meals. Uh, it's great for recovery. Like I said, it's vegan friendly, no artificial sweeteners, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, and there is no artificial food dyes. Which it's colored with the beetroot powder. It is the only BCAA, it's the most complete branch of chain amino acid on the market today. Uh, and the feedback, again, I'm telling you guys, check it out for yourselves. The taste is great. It's, if you weren't a fan of the pre-workout and how that tasted, this tastes nothing like the pre-workout at all. We have really, really come a long ways here on that end. And, and the pre-workout is about performance and energy. This I wanted to taste as good as humanly possible. And we have done that with a raspberry lemonade flavor. And uh, it, it truly tastes like raspberry lemonade. So check it out. Tell me what you think. If you have any questions or concerns on me, on it, hit me up at thebigguyatfeedmemore.com. Uh, I believe in this product so strongly, though, I'm putting it on my nutrition tip of the week this week. And maybe I'm a little biased, but it's... There's one thing you'll realize about me is I shoot you straight. Workout tip of the week. Focus on the muscle in proper form. Cut back on, on your weights. And a lot of the times, a lot of us, we get in there, and I've, I've been guilty of this many times, where you try to f satisfy your ego or what you think you need to be lifting, and, mm -hmm. and you hurt yourself rather than actually just focusing, using lighter weight and actually focusing on the muscle that you're working out yeah. and trying to use that muscle to perform the lift and it's a rep repetition, actually, yeah. that makes you... Yep, in, in the size, oh, and I've yeah. learned that as I've gone along. And, and lifting heavy is great, and, and, and it, it, it is very fulfilling and whatnot, and I, I'm still a fan of it, but you got to focus on the muscles you're actually working out, and you do that by cutting back on the weight a little bit and really, 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 truly harnessing in, in, in your energy and focusing on that muscle group that you're working. Um, and that's my, my tips of the week this week, guys. Do we have, we have some questions, I believe, from, uh, are you able to pull those up, Joe, um, or do you want... I think so. I can go ahead um, and... Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't tell me the date, one, because this, this is the uh, the baby one, right? The baby <laughs> one with the Feed Me More, <laughs> which my phone, I had it, is working, and then... It's not working? Now I can't even get into my phone. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, there we go. iPhone. Um, they says, where the fuck is Phoenix? Phoenix is busy with her yes, older stuff. But hopefully we'll have her back on next for week. For Sunday's recording yeah, for Monday recording next week, because, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, because it's a Tuesday night, so she's at work um, fixing penises. Yeah, so. she that's she works full-time now, guys, and it's so unfortunate. She's, she's definitely part of the show. She's still part of the show. She's just, you know, she just hasn't been here since we, the podcast studio's been built. But yeah. It's, but uh, she'll be back. You have held it down very well, Asian Joe. <laughs> it's, uh, people like the Asian Joe. I guess so. It's, wait, what was that? Did, did your so. voice just crack I on the show? So. I guess so. I guess so. Did you just hit puberty on the show? Uh, yeah, you? of course. <laughs> you know we age slowly. Yeah. Uh, that was, I can't wait to hear that one back. I, 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 guess, I, I guess so. I guess so. My balls just dropped. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's see. There was a question I want to get to that was about, I want to... Uh, there was one, this question is for Ryback, that okay. be me. Is there any wrestler out there right now that you would like to work with that you haven't? And Kenny Omega is, again, that guy. I'd actually, do you know what, I'd like to uh, have a matchup with Cody again here soon. We wrestled a bunch in WWE, but uh, with his newfound persona, I would uh, I would enjoy working. We always had really good chemistry together. Um, I think he would be another one that would be nice down the line again. Mm -hmm. Um Another good one. What's it like by 
Lejon ND. What's it like doing the Make-A-Wish wishes? There always seemed to me, it always seemed to me like one of the best parts about being in the WWE. Um, it's great, and I've done several of them uh, when I was up there and met many, but actually done several of my own. Um, but oftentimes when, when someone from Make-A-Wish is there, um, a lot of us get to go meet them. And, and, but typically they, they want to meet one person yeah. or sometimes two mm -hmm. uh, that they, that, that, that's their request and uh, uh, it's very humbling great experience it's also sad too and yeah. you, you see uh, the, they, do they pick the people for you or do you kind of like they give you a list of people that you want to see or like how no no it's just they'll, they'll just notify you that oh, okay. you know you know, Billy would make a wish, chose you to meet you. Um, that was the one person he wanted to meet. Mm -hmm. And so they set it up usually at the arenas or at, at a location nearby okay. where, and, and you go and it's, uh, it's very, it's it, it can be overwhelming. It's, it's a little yeah. bit, yeah. And you and doing hospital visits and children visits and everything. It's, um, it's great to make kids smile. Mm -hmm. You feel, you, 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 you get that satisfaction from that to see the excitement yeah. on that. But also, um, you see the families oftentimes too, and you can see how devastated they are. But a lot of those times, they're just feel-good moments where mm -hmm. everyone is just so happy to see the child happy. Yeah. Um, and I'm always amazed by, of all the people I've met over the years from Make-A-Wish, all the kids, um, just how good their energy is and how good of spirits they're in mm -hmm. considering their circumstances and that there's a lesson to be learned on all that. And it's like, they're, it, it, it's, it's extremely inspirational and, um, but it's not easy. I it would, I would be lying if I said it was, it's, uh, but it, it's extremely gratifying and, and I've been honored, um, to have been a part of, of, of some of those. So. Bobby Ray Paris asks, uh, when will y'all have the video? I'm going to read this how I think Bobby Ray would. When y'all have the video versions of YouTube starting, what was the biggest obstacle in life? Question for you all at the Big Guy Ryback 22. What was the name of the supplement that's good for bones that you said you use? Thank you, Bobby Ray Paris. Um, the, uh, the supplement is uh, the calcium supplement. Um, by New Chapter, Bone Health, I believe is the name, by New Chapter, and it's a all, it's a uh, vegetable, not plant-based calcium, um, but by New Chapter, mm -hmm. and it's called Bone Health. And then uh, we have the video equipment here now. Unfortunately, it's just, life has been chaos with everything. Hopefully Sunday, I'm just talking with Joe about this. Yeah, I'll set we, it up. We'll get it set up and get kind of in, in do a rough run on it here, mm -hmm. and hopefully we have Phoenix here, and we'll be rocking and rolling. Yeah. Because once I understand how to use it too, and everything, we can kind of we'll get it going. Mm -hmm. And it's just it, I got the studio built, and we I got all this. I got the lighting now, and it, I'm very happy with the way everything turned out. But now I just want to make sure we got I got all the video equipment, and we're coming. It, it's just it's a matter of trying to. to balance and juggle everything going on yeah. and I have to I just when I got in last night I was like oh my god I don't even know how to use the camera I have all the equipment all sitting out yeah. I'm like I don't know what flash thing to put on or what like I took the tripod out and put the camera on the tripod and I felt like okay break of progress <laughs> baby steps yeah I see it's like oh that's everything's on the table yeah 
<laughs> but I, I, I was like, okay, that's good enough. Like, it, it's good. <laughs> uh, here's one. Uh, Jay Guernsey, 1990. What are some good workout songs? And Joe, can Joe, uh, can Joe join me? Can can Joe be your wrestling? Ma- oh, can Joe be your wrestling manager? <laughs> <laughs> man, I listen to so many different songs working out. I uh, I love man. I can't like Limp Biscuits, uh, My Way or the Highway. Mm-hmm. Man, I could listen to that song time and time again. It's uh, there's so many. I, Do you I, like I I know like the Phil Collins. Oh, uh, well, I got that on here too. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't that get you like? Yeah, Pump it's, it's up. inspirational. Like, yeah. I have inspirational songs. I have badass rock songs. I have like heavy death metal songs, uh-huh. and then I got the Titanic love song. On there. <laughs> like, if you so what? What workout do you do? There's do Britney. With... Britney's on there. There's some Madonna on there. There's I'll never forget one time a fan came over and I had my headphones fucking loud, and that that it went from literally I don't know it was like drowning pool. Okay. Something, and then it went to something with Madonna. And it was that, that Chica Bonita, the the Isla, the Island Bonita. Okay. Eddie will know this song. It, 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 it's, I kid you not, it's blaring. And the guy comes and I try to like get my phone and like hit it off because I just didn't you don't want, want it. You don't want to see I it? Don't want, no, I didn't want him to hear it. Oh. Like, because it's, it was, oh, good, I good, played good. it so loud. I yeah. know he was literally, he goes, hey, right back. And I knew we were about to have a conversation. So I'm fiddling with my phone and like my code thing came up and it, just like they were, I tried to put my code in. I couldn't get my code in. Yeah. It wasn't taking it. And I'm just you know, going to my headphones, like frantically trying to turn it down. Yeah. And I'm hitting the wrong button. And I'm like, give me one second and just like trying to like play it cool. <laughs> I just don't want him to hear. It's like, is he fucking listening to Madonna? Either like, dad or like Backstreet Boys. I, I actually maybe should do that all the time. Maybe they won't come up to me. Yeah. Nobody, nobody will want to ever And then all the rumors starts. Like, <laughs> like Ryback loves Madonna. Yeah. Well, there, there's a video out there. You dancing to Madonna. <laughs> yeah. So. Like a prayer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> That's why I, said, uh, I don't even. It, it just it makes me laugh. But I, I have I love uh, "Be Yourself" by Audio Slave. That's okay. a great one. Yeah. I'm just going through. I have. Again, I mean, whatever songs that get you going. I think... Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. And then I go <laughs> right into the Black Eyed Peas with Boom Boom Pow. You yeah. know, it's just. Uh, That's. And then I got hilarious. the Terminator 2 theme that I'll listen to sometimes. Uh-huh. I love listening to that. But, you know, I'll sometimes go from that right into Toxic by Britney Spears. And it's just fucking. Don't fucking, you know. Hey, I just remembered a music video. It's, yeah, so do I. Jeez. Uh, All right. Um, let's see. What else? What are your thoughts on, about Becky Lynch? I don't know who that is. A female performer from oh, WWE. Okay. I always like Becky a lot. She seems like a very sweet, nice girl. Talked a little bit. Um, I wasn't... That was kind of towards... She'd got up there. She'd been up there for a little bit. Not not too long. I was kind of on my way out um, as far as not being happy and kind of... I was at a point where I really... Those last... Several months, I kind of was just, uh, I had, I, I got along with everybody there, but yeah. I was just kind of shut, sh- I was shutting down. Yeah. It was kind of already, the process had started, so, mm-hmm. but I, I, again, all people there, there's a, there was somebody today that made a comment on Twitter, and I'd like to address these, because it, the most disgruntled employee just bitching on your podcast, I'm like, you guys, I don't know what, people will cherry pick something and kind of 
like I've mm-hmm. talked about, it's like things. the podcast is a positive podcast. I'm not, I don't get anywhere by attacking people. And outside, I've been very honest about situations so my fan base understands the decisions I made. I've said, you know, the stuff with Cena and all that, and, and I stand by that on that. Have I said he's a great performer and I enjoyed being in the ring with him? Yes. They don't talk about that. They talk about, then they think they cherry pick and then they, they make up a lie on something else. It's like the women's division. I love the women's wrestlers. I never, never would say anything bad about them. Anything that was said was said joking in a sarcastic manner. Clear as day where we said we're joking or impersonating somebody else talking about them. It's, I get upset over this because it, it's, people try to ruin you. And it's like, guys, knock it off. Everybody there, they're all, for the most part, great human beings. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it does not benefit me one bit by going in, in trash. trashing yeah. people. Even like the Cena stuff, I said it on one thing and got it out there. And it's, it's how I felt, and specifically at that time. And I know from personal experience, it doesn't mean I, and I've said, I don't hate him. I, I, there's no, I am, I am above that. And what, but I, I'm going to share my thoughts on a certain situation on different things and it's like the punk stuff. I don't hate the punk stuff. Said plenty of good things about punk, and I'm happy, and I think it's cool he's fighting again. And I, I, I truly admire that actually going out and doing something else like that uh, and, and having a love and a passion for something else and having the courage to go. And he wasn't successful his first time, and he got a lot of people talked a lot of shit to him. You'll never hear me shit talk him on that one bit. He's going back and trying it again. I hope he wins. Mm-hmm. For his, I really do, because I think he's worked probably extremely hard and whatnot, and, and again, did we have personal things, and he said things he shouldn't have said yes, and whatnot. It's just, I don't hold on to one thing, and all of a sudden that determines how I feel on everything else about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, but it's, nothing comes from trashing people, no. essentially. And again, I will be honest on different things and give my perspective and my opinion at different times, but that, if you listen to the podcast in its entirety and don't take things out of context... You will truly understand. So, mm-hmm. had to ramble there. So, yeah, I think uh, we should. That, that's good. That does it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got a we got a another one coming up here. Short week. I leave. I got a main event match for Hornswoggle's promotion this week. And where uh, is that at? In in Wisconsin, I believe it's near Oshkosh. Osh, Oshkosh, I believe. So it's another. It's uh, I think Northern Wisconsin, I believe. I. Couldn't tell you, but I, I believe I've been there. I've been there one time before. Okay. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Be back in the ring this week. So lots of burpees this week. Getting ready to take on Sadist, which I'm, I'm excited about. Sadist. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome name. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> he's another big guy, so yeah. working a big guy this week. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling pretty good. So I need. I got a lot I got to get done this week, though. But I think we'll, this will wrap it up, guys. We'll be back here next week. Thank you guys for listening. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Bye-bye. I'm still Carlos. (laughs) Feed me more.